Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an easy way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It is free. Yes, it is free. There is certain creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your computer and your phone. As long as you just have headphones or a microphone, you are in good condition. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It could be on Apple. How many of y'all would like to be on Apple Podcasts? It would be on Spotify and many more like Google, Break, the radio. It is amazing. You can make money from your podcast with a minimum of listener ship. It is an easy way to make a podcast in one place. Come on, y'all. Join on to Anchor. It is the bomb. Thank you for listening. Good mornings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is Wednesday, May the 13th. Woo, today is hump day. Can y'all believe we have made it to the middle of the week? Can't believe I hope y'all had a good Mother's Day. I hope you got everything that you wanted. I hope you didn't have to work that day. And if you did have to work that day, I hope you had a good, blessed, awesome Mother's Day. So today is May the 13th. Here we go. Thank me in the midst of the cubicle. When things seem all wrong, look for growth opportunity. Especially look for areas where you need to let go. Leaving your cares in my hand. Do you trust me to orchestrate your life events as I choose? Or are you still trying to make things go according to your will? If you keep trying to carry out your attentions while I'm leading you in another direction, identify your desire. Be on the lookout for what I am doing in your life. Worship me by living close to me and thanking me in all circumstances. Humble yourself therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 6 through 7. Giving thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you. Wait, yeah, for you in Christ Jesus. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 so today it said thank me in the midst of a in the midst of the cubicle meaning like you know a cubicle is very small very small like five by five or whatever but it's very small and it's saying like trust me in the midst meaning like huh like tell you <laughs> like uh let me give you a scenario um you know i like to be real uh <laughs> so Okay, you know, I stay in an apartment and I have a dog. So, you know, I've been staying here ever since 2018. So now we're going on 2000 and we're 2020. So I have a dog. And when I renew my lease, these people knew that I had a dog and everything else. Okay, you know, before somehow they switch hands, they whatever. So yesterday I got a note on my door. Well, yesterday me and my, me and my son went walking. We did a lap and a half. Well, that trail was pretty big. We did a lap and a half, and then we came on home. We was going about our regular day or whatever. Then I got a note on the door saying that I got to pay $400 deposit and $15 extra in my rent because I have a dog. But I wanted to call them people so bad and cuss them out, 
get up my peace of mind. I wanted to do it all. And I was just like, maybe I just should get a dog away. Maybe I should just call tell the dog not here. Then I said, well, what they can do is easy come in here and see if the dog is really here. I was going through all these scenarios. So I called and said, look, I'm going to tell you something. I don't have that type of money. Whatever. Then she's like, okay, you have to pay this. And, you know, I want this. I said, well, I said before y'all, before it switched, I, they, they knew I had a dog. So they never asked me because I, you know, I can get real blackish. But I didn't. I could have went there, but I didn't. So I was just so mad throughout the whole day. I was just so mad, like, 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 really, we, we are in a, I ain't got that type of money, you know, I'm trying to make t-shirts, I don't have that type, I, which I don't, thank God, I still get paid through the, you know, while working, but it's not a lot, you know, but I was like, God, I don't know what I'm doing, I was so mad, and whatever, I was like, and I said this, I said, well, I'm a snitch on everybody, everybody else got a dog, they don't tell on this, so I was like, you know what, and then I was like, I had just got so frustrated, mad so i happened to get on facebook right i was on facebook yesterday and i was just so mad just so peed off you know just pissed off at what had happened you know what's happened or whatever then i came across this excuse me, this post you know on my page it's from joyce myers and it said you are going through a difficult time right now let me remind you that this possibly isn't the first challenge you ever face. You survived the last one, and you probably learned something valuable through it, and you'll survive this one too. Your trials are temporary; they won't last forever. Better days are on their way. Keep your attitude up instead of down. Remember that this is just a season, and it will pass. I almost shouted. Well, I did shout it. I was like, "Oh my God!" That was just what I needed because when I was mad, so I was like, "Okay, I'm done." And, you know, my kids, like, they they love the dog. They was like, Mama, don't worry about it. You know, it's going to be okay. And I was like, Jesus, I ain't got that type of money because, you know, I got to save this money for this money. I got to save this money for this, you know, for rent, you know, all that type of stuff. But I was like, before I get a minute, I'm going to pay my tithes. I don't give a rat's whatever I said I'm gonna pay my tithes and then I said well I got I was gonna do this with this you know I was gonna do something with that but I was like you know what just so mad so I was just like you know what I ain't gonna worry about it. which I didn't I wasn't so I just went on by my day you know by the rest of the day I was like okay it is what it is I'm just gonna give it to Jesus that's exactly what I said I went to sleep I woke up this morning and ain't gonna worry about it no more because it's like I've been here all these years. And yes, I know they had changed management and all that type of stuff. But they knew I had a dog and they didn't say nothing. So now y'all want to do this. Okay, I give it to Jesus. And I have left it alone. So meaning like, I thank you. At that moment, I couldn't thank her. I was pissed. But now I'm like, okay, thank you, Jesus. Because when I, when she said, this too shall pass, I was like, oh yeah, it's going to pass. Because I was like, you know, it's time for me to get a house. And all this time, I'm just done, you know. Which I really was done, but I was like, I'm not gonna rush out there. It's it's gonna get better. This too should pass, you know. I'm not gonna even sit here and worry about it. I'm gonna give it to God and let it go, and that's what I did. So God just wants us to thank Him in the midst. You know, I know it's hard sometimes when stuff goes. People like, I ain't got time to be thanking Jesus right now. Shoot, I'm pissed right now, but you know, we gotta stop. I mean, it's okay. You have a moment, and then you need to come back to reality. Be like, okay, Jesus, I had a moment. I'm sorry. But please forgive me, you know. And then they also say, especially look for the areas where, okay, when things when, when things seem all wrong, 
look for growth opportunities. You know, at that point, I wasn't looking for no growth because when I was mad. But, you know, I'm getting better each day. I'm Jesus still working on me. Especially look for areas where you need to let go. Learn to <laughs> lead to let go. Leave your cares in my hand. Meaning, like, I could, ooh, it was on the tip of my tongue because I could have went out. But I said, where's it going to, where's, it ain't going to get me nowhere. You know, it would have got me nowhere. So I was like, it is what it is. I left it in the long because I could have eaten. It was on the tip of my tongue because I was about to roll that tub, but I didn't. So I was like, okay, it is what I was so upset. I want to cry. But I think I did shed a tear too. And, you know, I talked to my kids and I was like, I hope we get through this. And, you know, my little prophet said, Mom, we're going to get through this. Don't worry about it. So, hey, from the mouth of the babe, I believe everything he said, I believe everything he said. If JJ, I mean, if he said, huh, I'm going to believe. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. I said, okay. I just left it in his head. He said, do you trust me enough to orchestrate your life events? As I choose, or are you still trying to make things go according to your will? Meaning, like, are you okay? You be like, I know people are like, okay, God, I trust you with my life. I trust you with everything, Jesus. And then when something don't go your way, you be like, oh, I can't do this, Jesus. I'm gonna put it back in my hands. But no, the the answer is, do you trust me to orchestrate your life event? As I choose, or are you still trying to, try, are you still trying to make things go toward, according to your will? Meaning, like. And I want to go like this. I want to go like this, Jesus. Like, um, my dreams were, this is what's my dreams. Meaning, like, this is what, this is what's my goal. I had set when I was in Longview. I was going to finish at Kilgore College with my degree, work, move to Houston, and buy me and my kids a house in the woodlands or in Katy. That's what I want to do. That's how I painted the picture. That's what I told Jesus. And left it alone. But this is what really happened. I stayed in love you. 2014, around like somewhere in December, I lost my, I lost the apartment. I had to move. Me and my kids moved all our stuff into a, into a storage. Nobody really helped me move. I drove the U-Haul. I did it all. Uh, moved everything. My back was hurt. Everything on my body was literally sore. Uh, moved everything in there. Couldn't do what I wanted to do. It's like I was rushing to get up out of there. Left a lot of stuff and stuff that I did not want to leave, I had to leave because I had no help. And um, I came to move to Houston, stay with my aunt and uncle. And I was not expecting them to do or be, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting the outcome. So I went there, stayed with them for a year. And it was it was challenging. That's all I'm going to say. It was just challenging. I was like, oh, this is not how I picture it. Because this is what I, Jesus said. This is what I, this is what's my goal. I tried to go to school for it to be a, um, a nurse. I almost at the door. Couldn't finish it because my son got sick. And I had to just let that go. I was mad, pissed off. I was like, the hell with it. It's not, I guess it's not meant for me to go to school. So, got mad. Then I lost my apartment in Longview. And then I was like, you know, I mean, in Houston, I was like, this is bull. This is some BS right here. So I was like, okay, it is what it is. I, I can't deal with this no more. At that moment, I was like, I'm about to pack my and go back. Because I seen, I kept saying, like, hell, you know, ain't nothing working. I should have stayed there. <laughs> That's how I was it. So me and my kids moved into a hotel, put our stuff in the storage. Moved into a hotel. 
there was some days, there was some challenging days, honey. I didn't, there was the days I'm trying to take. So I was like, you know, I am, so, I was like, I'm going back. I can't deal with this no more. I couldn't. I had, like, there are times I couldn't pay that, the, the weekly payment. There was times I was like, you know what, this is too much. That was, I mean, it was just so much. There was times I couldn't. It was horrible. Horrible. Very horrible. I was like, I'm so done. I'm just gonna go back to Long and pack my go back pack my stuff up and go back to Longview. I'm sick of this. That's that was my mindset. Until one day, me and my son was driving in the car. I think I had took him to the doctor. We was coming back from the doctor. I don't know where we was going, but we were somewhere. I was like, I am done. I said, I'm gonna go back to Longview. He said, Mama, you wanna go back to Longview? So I always ask my kid, Y'all wanna go back? Because if they say yeah, then I won't feel so bad. I said, Y'all wanna go back? But I knew they had developed these friends. I knew they had got these, you know, just everything was like working for them, but with nothing working for me. I was getting pissed off. So I was like, okay. He said, Mama, if you go back, I'm going to die, and you're going to turn into a pillow salt. I was like, what? I'm going to do what? He said, if you go back, I'm going to die, you're going to turn into a pillow salt. I was like, okay. So it, Somehow it got to work. I don't know how it's going to work out, but something got to give. So I was like, okay, JJ. I just said, okay. It is what it is. But we'll just stay here. He said, just stay here. So we stayed here. It was hard. We had to walk to places. It was hell, if I can be specific. It was hell. So I was like, okay. I'm going to deal with it. God got me through this, got me this far. He haven't left me. And I kept telling myself. And I always had this one person in my ear, always pushing me, always encouraging me. This is going to be okay. I know it's hard. I know. I was like, I don't know. Because I know they want their own space. I wanted my own space because, you know, it's nothing wrong with staying in the hotel. But we got kids and they want their own space. It was like getting out of hand. So I was like, okay. And then the flood hit. I lost my hotel room because it's flood. And then my son, something happened to my son's arm, so we had to go to a shelter. That's not how I picture it. So, I went to the shelter. I was so pissed. Like, I was so down on myself. I was like, how could I let this happen to me? I'm a single mom with kids. How did I let this get to this point? Like, what did I do? Like, God, like, don't you see this? You know, like, you know, I want to say other words. Like, God, don't, don't you see all this? Like, hello, you gonna, you gonna wake up? But you know, my kids was okay with it. They was fine, cool, and collect. So they was like, well, you gotta find your place. They would help me find a place or whatever. Anything that I needed, they helped me to. If I need to get to work, whatever. They made sure I got the work, got back to the place or whatever. I was like, okay. It did. And this this lady who I talked to was like, please, this flood gonna help us out. This flood is gonna put us right. It's, this flood is gonna help us out, please. Trust me and believe me. This flood is gonna be, it's gonna take us places. I was like, well, where is it gonna take me? I, I can't feel it. I was like, I can't find a place and all this stuff. So one day I got up, I said, okay, I'm find me a place. I don't know where this place is gonna be, but I'm gonna find me a place. So I was like, okay. So the first, this lady said, okay, go to this place. They'll help you. Because I told her I had like a broken lease on my credit or whatever. You know, stuff like that. She was like, they'll help you. Just go there. 
So I just got up that morning and said, okay, God, I'm going to find me a place. That's exactly what I said. I am not taking no for an answer. I'm going to find me a place. So she was like, she showed, she said, oh, yeah, she told me it's coming out. So she showed me the place or whatever. The lady was so nice and everything. So I got to the place and I was like, oh, I like it. But the place reminded me of the place I used to stay in Longview. I was like, okay, it is what it is. So I, you know, and she said, you like it? I was like, it was a two-bedroom, which I didn't want a two-bedroom. I wanted a three-bedroom. Everybody had their own space, you know, the boys, girls. No, but me and Trixie shared a room, the boys got a room. So I was like, okay. So then, but I said, well, sometimes you got to go before you walk. Sometimes you got to go. So I was like, okay. And then I was like, okay. She said, you like it? I said, yeah. So she did my credit. I was like, oh, and then she's like, I told her what I made and all this stuff. So she said, okay, you approve. It went so smoothly. It scared the, scared the hell out of me because it was going so smooth and right. She said, well, I'll call you Saturday. So you can, I got approved for the Friday and moved in on Saturday. That was nobody but Jesus. So, I mean, I know everybody have goals. I know everybody have their dreams and desires. But I was not expecting to go through what I went through. Meaning, like, this is why it said, do you trust me enough to orchestrate your life events as I choose? Or are you trying to make things go according to your will? Meaning, like, I know everybody got goals. Everybody want to do this and do that. But I was trying to do it my way. But God said, I'm going to, do you trust me enough to orchestrate your life events as I choose. Now, I didn't know, I didn't think God was going to put me through all that. Meaning, like, I didn't think he was going to do that. But I did it. Meaning, like, I went through it. And I made it through. Meaning, like, I didn't think I was going to make it through that. I was like, oh, my God. But I made it through. And I look back at even though I'm still in here. I was like, wow. So now my next goal is to find me a place how when i don't know something bigger you know i like it but i just need something a little bit bigger i'm not rushing out there i'm letting god orchestrate my life events <laughs> and hopefully that he don't see me do something traumatic like that again i mean if he do i probably i'm probably be better for pat because i was like okay god you did it for and everybody like fish why are you stressing why y'all do if you see god do it before don't you think he'll do it again i was like i ain't want to hear that right now i want to have a pity party but if you have truth to people somebody really care about you they're not gonna let you have no pity party they're gonna let you sit there and have a party then be like okay fish it's time time to stop all that just get it together okay then it also stay if you keep trying to carry out if you keep trying to carry out your attention while I'm leading you in a direction, you identify, you will, uh, you will defy your desires. And it said, be on the lookout for what I'm doing in your life. Worship me by living close to me and thanking me in all circumstances. I mean, like, this thank you. I don't care what it is. Thank Jesus. When you get a... Like, say, for instance, you get a bad report from a doctor or you get a bad report about your kid or whatever. Thank you, Jesus. And just start praying. I mean, I know it's hard because at that moment, be like, I can't believe this child of mine did this, blah, blah, blah. Not me. I'm about to die. You know, you're just so scared and all that type of stuff. But we got to, sometimes we have to quicken ourselves. Be like, okay, wait, wait. Wait a minute. No, no. Thank you, Jesus. 
Lord, Lord, I thank you. I know what the doctor said, but Lord, you have to last. Say so by your stripes, I'm here to make hope. You know, you just have to be prepared for different stuff. See, trust me, it's hard because sometimes I'm like, but, but then I'll be like, okay, I had a moment, Jesus. I do tell you, Jesus, I had a moment. I was just discombobulated or whatever, and I just go on by my business. So, I just want y'all to understand, like, do you trust me enough? Do you trust me to orchestrate your life? as I choose or are you still trying to make things go according to your will because my goal and will was for me to finish that care me to find a job in Houston get me and my kids a house because it was still kind of young so get them a, get them a house we were going to move to the Woodlands or Katy that's why I, that was my ideal home that's where I wanted to go but when I came out here not did I not in a million years would I thought I'd be homeless I slept in my car and stuff. We slept in a car and stuff. We didn't know how we was going to pay our next weekly bill. We didn't know how we was going to eat. It was hard, but did, I did not know my life in this. But I trust him to know that he will make a way. The whole time I got mad at Jesus, like, I know he see this bull crap. I know Jesus is not sleeping. And he see what I'm going through. I'm paying my tithes. I'm going to church. Oh, yeah, I went down that list with Jesus. But... I bet you was like, if she don't shut up. So, I did it. And, like, here's another event. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this last story that I'm going to pray. Here's another one. Um, I have bad allergies, bad sinus problems. I had surgery on them, and they worked. But then I came out here, my whole left side of my face had swelled up. So, I had to go to the doctor because I was in so much pain. I was hurting. And I don't go to the doctor because I'm scared of the doctor. But when I get in pain, uh, you best believe I'm going. So, we went. And I drove myself. I was like, oh, Lord. That whole time, when you're a single mom, you do what you got to do. You know, you know, not saying. But uh, I went there. And it was like, we got to check you. We got to do a, uh, what they say, an MRI to make sure that it's not your face. So, I said, it's probably my, because I couldn't smell. I said, it's, I told, you know, I should say, uh. It's probably, I was like, she said, I got to make sure your, um, it's not close enough with your airwaves. I was like, what? So she said, you got to do an MRI. I freaked out. I don't do no MRI. I don't like to know or nothing. Was it MRI? No, it was a casket. I don't do nothing because I'm thinking I'm about to be, they about to put me in a tube or something and close the door and I ain't going to be able to get out. Oh, so I was like, okay. Then she said, oh, we got to inject you with some fl- some fluid. Oh, no, no. I was like, I want my kids coming here. Because I didn't want, they were like, ma'am, they can't come in here. I was like, oh, my God. And then, so I, I said, take me back to the room. She was there and the doctor coming in. Talking, ma'am, just do this. But we got to make sure. I was like, oh, freak. So I was like, I was so scared. But I I did it. I was like, Lord, this big woman, I don't want to die. I'm so scared. She said, I know you're so, I know you're scared. You're not going to die. I was, you know me. I'm a baby. So, okay, I went. <laughs> yeah, we only did that. And they told me, they gave me some medicine. And as you can tell, I have no more. Ever since that day, they gave me the strongest antibiotics. I mean, whatever it was. I don't know what it was. There's some strong antibodies, but it cleared up my whole signs. I have had no problem. They told me to take some Allegra D, like decongest, because I was out of my head. It, my head and my face was so full of sinus, and they don't even see how I was, like, being able to function. So, and um, my face was so swollen. Like, I couldn't really talk. I really couldn't really eat. It was just horrible. I looked like a, whoo, I looked that bad. So, I was like, okay, so I did that, and then um, I gave me some time all three. I still have some doves, but I don't need them, but I just have them just in case I have pain. So, I did that, took that. 
Northeast. We came on home and I had to miss work for like two, three days. So the next day I had to go back to work. And I was like, I don't want to go back. I can't go back to work. Look at my face. I'm still hurting. I was just, just crying, having a pity party. So I went to my went to my job to like the uh I went to the main building with the human resources and all that stuff. I went there. So then we got there and it just started raining. So we got there, I went to go talk to them or whatever. And she said, Well, if you don't do this and do that, um, you know, you don't have this because and I was like, you really think I'd be trying to miss work? I'd look at my face and all this stuff. She was like, well, somebody can take your position. So I got in the car and JJ said, Mama, stop stressing. Stop worrying. So I'm driving down the road. I was just talking noise, complaining about every little thing. I don't want to lose my job. How am I pay my rent? And it wasn't supposed to be thunder and lightning. Let me tell you. I was driving in my car. Yes, it was. I was complaining like it was, like you, I was complaining like, you know what? And Jesus said, Mama, stop complaining. God's going to work it out. He just kept telling me to stop. But me, I was not going to stop. We was driving. Right there, we had got, got through the light. We were just driving. All of a sudden, a big boat, a lightning struck right in the up my whole car. It didn't hit the car, but it, it could have because it light up the whole. I'm about to call. I'm about to call somebody on the phone. I'm about to do something. Yeah, I'm about to call somebody on the phone. And then it like the lightning just lit up the whole car. Like it came like in the front, like the windshield, like right there. I was like, it scared the mess out of me. I was like, oh my god. So I was like, okay. I said, I will shut up, Jesus. I won't say another word. It was like I put the phone down. I, I even had to stop and pull over somewhere because I was just that scared. I was like, okay. And JJ said, well, I told you, Mama, to Jesus going to work it out because you kept on. I was like, well, he said, just stop, Mama. Just stop complaining. Just stop it. I told you guys. And I was, he was telling me to stop, but I wasn't not listening to that. So I was like, okay. So, so now, shoot. I don't complain. I mean, I might say a couple words, but like, oh, jeez. You know, you, like when that lady put that note on the door about the dog, I was pissed off. But I didn't stay mad long because of the situation of what happened when I was complaining about, you know, all other stuff. So, about my base, about my job. And JJ was telling me, Mama, just be quiet. This is going to work out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really hear all that. So, now I just learned how to be thankful. So I just say, shh, be quiet. So I just zip it real quick. I don't complain like I used to because of that. He just like, well, keep popping here. I know that's what he was saying. Keep up. So I just let it go. So I'm going to pray. Father, Lord, I thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for your mercy and grace is new each and every day. So, Father, I just want to say I thank you that we learn how to thank you in the midst of our circumstances. Even though we try to make plans and goals and dreams for our life, Father, Lord, the question is, do we trust you to orchestrate our life's events as you choose or are we still trying to make things go according to our will? So, Father, Lord, teach us to to follow you and only you. And Father Lord, to teach us to be on the lookout, what are you doing in our life? And to teach us to worship you 
and to the close to you and thanking you in all circumstances, whether it's good or bad. This is another that you thank you to thank you and that you make it a way for us. So Father, I just want to say I thank you for all you have done for us. Thank you, Father Lord, for everything. Thank you that our houses rent will be paid, Father Lord. I know there's people out there struggling how to pay their rent, how to get food on the table, all this stuff, Father Lord. But Father Lord, I thank you that you are the God that you are our provider. And Father Lord, you will make a way that you raise up people that use their power, their ability, their influence to help each one of us. Father Lord, so I thank you. Thank you, Father Lord, for just for who you are. For waking us up each and every morning. But thank you for waking us, giving us new creative ideas or whatever the case may be. Thank you for letting us be able to go to work each and every day. Thank you that we're able to have food on our table, clothes on our back. Just thank you for the necessities that we need in our life. Thank you, Father Lord, for everything. So, Father Lord, I pray for anybody who might be dealing with anxiety, stress, depression. God said, cast all your cares upon him and he will take care of you. Meaning like stress, anxiety, be like, "Uh uh-uh, God, I need you. Just learn how to call on Jesus. He said, I'll be there with you. So, Father, I thank you. You just let us know. You sharpen our minds each and every day. That you renew our mind each and every day. That, Father, I know that there's a devil, there's an enemy out there trying to seek whom he may devour. But, Father, I thank you that he does not devour your people. That we stay constant in your word. That we learn how to worship you worship you, and to trust you. That, that you know what you're doing in our life. And also, Father, that we reflect, that we will never forget to thank you in our circumstances, whether it's good or bad. So, Father, I thank you for all you have done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. So I hope y'all have a good Wednesday today. I know I've been procrastinating about doing a podcast. So I'm trying to push myself each and every day to do a podcast. Because I have been slacking. Because I said I was going to try to do it every day. But I've been like really slacking. So I need to get back on it. Because I feel like when I put myself out there and I do a podcast, I know I'm touching somebody and I'm blessing somebody. So hopefully one day the right person listens to my podcast and it will take off. And no, I will not get big head and feel like I'm touchable because I'm not that type of person. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful and blessed Wednesday.